is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Heidi Klum, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you usually do that voice? When I'm trying not to be annoying because my voice is always very high because I don't know why, because I'm always excited. I don't know if it's excitement. Even when I'm not excited, it's annoying and high, but I could put it down here if I really wanted to. Oh, my God. If you ever got in a fight with your husband, <laughs> would you be like, listen to me? Well, then he would maybe listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> You get super no, low. No, but with this annoying voice, I never have to say anything twice. You know, it's perfect. Do Everyone can hear me at all times. <laughs> I'm always like loud and annoying and it just pierces through the whole house. I have four kids, so everyone hears everything at all times. Have people told you you have an annoying voice? I never yes, thought this. Really? Of course. I love your voice. No. <laughs> no. Like the accent, the vibe. <laughs> I love it. Well, today I'm going to hype you up and tell you I actually love your voice. So Thank fuck you. anyone that told you you don't have a good voice. You're like, well, it's my children, Alex. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, love you. Hearts. Okay. I know my daughter might come by because she's obsessed. Oh, my God. I hope she does. I saw you guys at the Golden Globes together. You walked the carpet. You yeah. guys looked amazing. Thank you. Is it fun to go to events with your daughter now? It is, but she is, you know, I'm more easygoing and she's like, I mean, I put on a dress, it fits, I'm like, good to go. She is like, I don't know, let's try this, let's try that. She literally did her bun, like, I want to say three times. So, I don't know. <laughs> is she going to be like, mom, why the fuck did you blow up my spot on yeah. Color Daddy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, when I say something, you, you know, it's never good what I say in mm -hmm. any case. Because, like, what do you know? You're old and, you know, this is not how we do these things now. It's 2024, oh. you know. <laughs> it is so crazy to even hear that because, like, to the world, I'm like, you're Heidi Klum, you're so freaking and iconic and then your daughter's like mom you're like old shut up you don't know anything this is what we do on tiktok and you're like no i know no everything. but it's true no. no i really don't i mean i can't even upload anything on tiktok i am on there but i need to have someone to put it on for me especially when i do the stop and start stuff i can't figure it out <laughs> it's literally like I can't figure it out. I, don't I know. love how you're addressing everyone in this room. You're like making eye contact with everyone. You're you can look at me. Do you know me. how to do it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're not here. We're all They're alone. not here. They're not here. They're not here. <laughs> Heidi, you are cracking me up. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know real when you get it, right, Daddy Gang? It'll say eBay authenticity guaranteed, and you'll feel it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Curology. 
if you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology. I have personally struggled with acne my whole life. And I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them. So I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online, take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. Okay, so you're from Germany. Yes. What do you miss about Germany when you're Not in the United States? Not a whole States? lot. Really? No. I mean, apart from my parents, mm-hmm. my brother, mm-hmm. the occasional sausage. But then again, I found great sausages now here too. So we're good. Also, the potatoes are a little different. And yes, we're potato heads from Germany. So we have different kind of potatoes. Like if I want a potato to stay hard after boiling, I have a very hard time finding that one here. Ooh. They all kind of like get very flowery and they fall apart. Let's just clarify. Sausages, you mean actual eating sausages, not the dicks in Germany. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about... But, well, I have a German husband. Right, right, right. <laughs> I have so a German you do husband. love the German sausage <laughs> in the both end, ways. Yes, I mean, I have had many different sausages, but I ended up with a German one. Yes. Okay, the German what? sausages, what can I say? Let's talk about that German <laughs> sausage. <laughs> the one that I buy here or the one that I have at home, home all the time? Which one are we talking about? Let's talk about the sausage you have at home, your yes. German husband. Yes. Okay, what do German guys bring to the table that American men are lacking? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's like, I don't know. I mean, what we have together, because he's German, we have the same roots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the little sayings that we have or experiences, even though I'm 16 years older than him, we have the same kind of understanding. It's yeah. just yeah. different. You yeah. know, when you come from the same place, you hear the same kind of German Oompa Loompa songs that we have there. He knows them all. We give it to us. So Can you we give have us like, a song? I mean, okay, no, I'm thinking of a st- stupid one, like Alle meine Entchen, like, you know, the little duck song. Alle meine Entchen schwimmen auf dem See, schwimmen auf dem See, Köpfchen in das Wasser, schwänzen in die Höhe. I know it's like dumb. It's just like one I little kid it. song, but we have so many of those things you know that we just have in common that no one here would understand what we're talking about right the american sausages don't have the the history that you have with the german sausages yes i appreciate that answer okay (laughs) okay you were discovered at 18 years old when you won a national modeling competition i'm curious like what was your friends and family reaction were they like oh that's just heidi of course she did or was it a big deal when you won It was a big deal when I won because it was all over the news. It was on television for six months. So it was a very long competition, you know, and you had to win the week, the month. And then in the end, it was six girls from six months. You know, each week they were showing girls on television. And in the end, I won that thing. And I won 300,000 Deutschmark, which is 
I have no idea what that would be in dollars today. Maybe like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! So I'm like eighteen years old, and I got all that dough, and obviously that was like a big deal, and it was in the newspapers everywhere. My my town is small, so you know the the butcher or the bakery, you know they all know you right. since you're like little, and all of a sudden the newspapers are full of you, and so they're like. You know, they look at you all of a sudden differently. Right. And then I went to Milan. I went to London, Paris, and it was very hard for me to get any jobs over there. And I just thought like, hey, I just won this contest. Right. Like, wh what's next? There was nothing next. So, you know, I went to thousands of castings and people were always like, why are you so happy? <laughs> Maybe skip a meal. You're a little bit on the fat side or, you know, those types of things. And I was like, Really? And then I left Europe and I went to America, went to Miami for a hot minute mm -hmm. and went on castings there. I mean, that was also crazy because you go to a casting and you're like number 195. You sit there for two hours and then they're like, okay, next. And then you're like at the dentist's office and there's thousands of girls. And then you go in there, they look at your five photos that you have and they're like, thanks, bye. And this is like every day right we when they would say to you like why are you so happy basically lose weight like stop eating like was that something you experienced a lot in your career yes oh yeah 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 well i come from a time when you know the they would call it heroin chic at the time you know like photos would be different than today you know people would be like hanging like this or <laughs> I don't know <laughs> right you right. know it was just a different kind of slouchy you know you would slouch a lot and I was just not like that mm -hmm. I danced 15 years so I'm in there and I'm like okay first position <laughs> let's right. go let's kind of like that you know right. so I was really not fitting into what mm -hmm. was in at the time yeah did you ever start to be like okay go home maybe I should stop eating no no you didn't I liked food too much and plus I was never I don't know I always kind of was going to the beat of my own drum mm -hmm. and you know but in Paris especially you know I wanted to be in the fashion shows and I tried any which way and I couldn't really get in any which way yeah. the hips were either too wide or the boobs were too big and but I was like I'm gonna find something that I can do in this industry and so I went from Miami then to New York City and then you know I branched all into the catalog world but I never really got that art type stuff yeah. you know the artsy stuff with the cool hair and makeup and the cool clothes so it was always more like you know the approachable kind of stuff which made me a lot of money but I was never super fulfilled in the terms of I also want to like do some cool stuff <laughs> you know and people always like you're never going to be on a cover of a magazine you way to this and you way to that but then people did book me at some point and then I got on the cover of French Vogue and German Vogue and whatever you know and then all of a sudden it started and people were then giving me chances and you know it, yeah. it then changed all of a sudden I could do both. How do you think your people in your high school would have described you back then? Well I was always very outgoing with my clothes mm -hmm. like I would wear things for my mom I would have a lot of makeup on gigantic jewelry I would do crazy things with my hair she would give me perms my hair was red then highlighted my mom was a hairdresser and so I was the guinea pig a lot of the times and also I don't know huge blazers from my dad things on the flea market stuff that I find in the basement my mom was also sewing so whenever she was doing something for my Barbie I was getting the same like I was always very out there with how I looked. So 
I got a lot of shit from that, but you are who you are. And that's how I was. And so I didn't really care. I think that like probably so many women are listening with a little bit of envy because of how confident you are and just being like, yeah, I just was myself and I went for it. Like, do you have any advice of like, how did you become this confident? See, I don't know if this is something that you can read in a book Mm -hmm. or hear in a podcast and then change yourself. I feel like a lot of it is how you were brought up. You know, uh, I've never also had issues with my body. And I think also that's how I was brought up. Like my parents were running around nude in the house. We would go to FKK beaches, which is, you know, you we had a camper and, you know, we go to places where everyone is nude. And so, you know, you just run around. So I never had that when I have to go change. And even today where people are like, oh, like, okay, you can go all the way for an hour that way and there's a room there or whatever I'm just yeah or I could just also do it right here and work quick quicker (laughs) so I've never really I don't know cared about it that much either you know I I think it's like such a healthier approach I think like when you're young so many especially little girls if you're getting your boobs or whatever it's like you wear a different shirt like I couldn't wait for them to come I couldn't wait for them to come. I think way back when I was always wishing, oh, I wish I had some and I can't wait for them to come. When they came, I was like, one first came and I was like, wait, what is happening? Why is only one side coming out and the other one isn't? I didn't know, but surely enough, the other one came too at some point. But it was just like this for a hot minute. It kind of was. That is amazing. Did you have that too? Or was that just, I mean, I don't you know what, Heidi? Is that normal? I, I don't can't know. relate to that <laughs> specifically. I did have them both come at the same time. Yeah, I did. So I can imagine you were like, what is going on I down know. here? But I'm assuming you still went to the beach. You got nude and you didn't yeah. give a shit, right? No, I didn't. That I think that's so healthy, clearly. And I think I wish we could get better at that as hopefully my generation has children of like making from a younger age, young women feel so comfortable in their bodies and just like good as they are as opposed to being like cover up or like why are you wearing that or like you look slutty wearing that you're like I was at the beach nude with my family and like no one thought it was strange or weird or told me any differently I think that's amazing yeah I mean I'm like I try to be like that with my kids obviously when you know no one is there I'm in my garden also you know I'm topless and you know they will come they're like you know my friend is coming over mom put your top on and I'm like when have I ever not had a top on when your friend was coming over of course I will but they always make sure mom just a little warning what's gonna happen here and I'm like don't worry I also don't want to flash anyone just to flash someone it's just I just don't love tan lights Heidi you are iconic this is my husband loves tan lines I don't I think that they can be sexy but you know what if you're this confident naked why do you need a tan line you're just naked all the time in your garden because I think some guys think it's hot to have a tan line like he thinks this is hot to have like a white triangle thing here and here you Uh know Uh uh-huh for me this is very inconvenient inconvenient so you're a bit of a nudist and so you are walking around your house naked are your kids <laughs> no that's not really how it is do you, when can you can i ask you then like when do you choose to be fully naked and nude no when it's i mean when i'm going to bed with my husband uh-huh. you know like in the garden i will like still have like a little knickknock on but like if it's gorgeous outside and it's boiling hot and no one is around i have my top off yeah. in my garden i have no neighbors it's like Lovely. no one can see anything so 
Off it goes. And your kids are like, mom, only when we're home, but not with our friends. For sure. Do you think that your children one day would do that with their kids or are they like not into it? I don't know because also they are not as open as I am. Strangely, you Got would it. think because I've kind of been like that their yeah. whole life. You, I would have thought they are very similar. Mm-hmm. Maybe later in life they will be like that. I don't know. But so far, no, they're not. They go and change somewhere else and then they come back. Is your husband into nudity? <laughs> like, is he like walking around naked as well? In front of me, 100%. But not the kids. No, <laughs> of course not. 100%. No. <laughs> he's not in the garden with his dick out. Just like, whoa, no, he's got I a new I eggplant. Don't, oh. I, don't, I don't think the kids could handle that. <laughs> is your favorite thing to do naked gardening? No, I don't even garden. Oh, wait, why are you in your garden? <laughs> wait, this whole conversation has been about your garden. No, I lay in the garden. Oh. I just tan in the oh. garden. No, no, no. I don't have a green thumb at all. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just laying in it. You like no. weed whacking, Heidi. No. Like, <laughs> no. Tits out. I'm like, ooh, this bush. No, like, I should have been more specific. <laughs> no, it's just like, you know, when you like lay there tanning. I love tanning. And you look amazing. My dermatologist is like, don't look at the sun. I'm like, I know. Okay. They tell me that all the time. I'm like, la, la, la. I didn't hear that. <laughs> what do you put on? You put not, you don't Heidi, tan? I do not go in the sun. Oh, yeah. I have a friend, too. She never goes I'm in terrified. the sun. I have a friend. She never goes in the sun. And she's always covering her face. But she's always uber pasty white. You know, there's also... 50 SPF that doesn't make you completely look like chalk chalk you know there's also other 50 (laughs) that you know you look normal maybe she's just not like rubbing it in enough like (laughs) and then you know full (laughs) sleeves everything and then it's like I feel like there's also a joy in all I mean for me there's a joy in being in the sun so I I'm not like always hiding behind like no, I'm the creeper behind the bushes with like the huge hat. But like, you don't look super pale for that. Do you? No, do, no, this is a spray tan. Do, oh, yeah. I'm naturally so, so pale. Like you would like walk past me and not know it's a person. Like you're like, oh my God, like I could match with the walls. I'm so, so pale. So <laughs> I, I match get, with your couch. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I feel like right now everything you see on social media it's like how to stop anti-aging and like how to not look this and how to not get a wrinkle and it's so overwhelming as women it's like you go cuckoo literally I feel like I'm getting brainwashed of like I'm I'm not gonna lie I think it's been the past two years like I haven't gone in the sun I don't go in the sun like I'm avoiding it and I'm like but you're right it does make me happy so what the fuck am I doing well also it's like it's the same with tattoos like my dad was always like why are you doing this like how are you going to look when you're like 70s who cares right. <laughs> how I look when I'm 70 I want to have fun now <laughs> oh my god this is this is 2024 I like I'm having like a revelation I'm like you're so right who gives a shit I who and also who cares if you're wrinkly when you're older you're like oh I had the best time of my life tanning and I'm gonna keep tanning what I'm gonna I waited so I look good right now now when who cares you're so right who gives a shit if you look good at 70 you're gonna be like enjoying life reading I mean, a book obviously well, I, I hope uh, I still uh, look fabulous <laughs> at 70 but if I'm not, it's okay. I had a great time up until that moment. You, know? you had the best time in the garden. Meanwhile, it's not that far off, the <laughs> 70. I see it already. I see it. I see it. Well, I'm looking at the 60 already. So 70 is like right behind that. You literally, you look amazing. No one would even know. Um, We did talk about your career a little bit. I want to close the loop specifically on like what was your I made it moment where we were like oh my god definitely Sports Illustrated and definitely Victoria's Secret at the time and they kind of those big two lottery wins for me came kind of at the same time and again there too they never wanted me to go they were like yeah you know 
Victoria's Secret at the time, you knew every girl that was in that catalog. Mm. And so they were like, mm, and I was like, I want to go. I want them to tell me that I'm not good enough, not you to tell me that I'm not good enough. So I was just like in the ear, nagging, nagging, nagging to the point where they were like, oh, let's send her already. And then I went and they both booked me. So and not only that, first time I was booked on Sports Illustrated that year I got to be on the cover so it's like you cannot always listen to all the people telling you what you are and what you're not you have to always do what you want to be you know that is insane so what they were like agents telling you like no we're not oh my god they because they ultimately had the power you know if they don't send you and yes they don't even need to push you in a certain yeah. way but just send me because then when I go to the door through the door it's up to me yeah. to either you know they like me or they don't like me it is so inspirational though for you to say that because I bet people listening like we all have that whether it's like a teacher telling us like you you shouldn't go into this profession even if you're obsessed with it or like whatever it is like going for a job or going for a guy or going whatever it is but if you know you want to do it like who gives a fuck just go exactly. just do it and then Victoria's Secret 13 years I did that you know, it's a very long time. And imagine all these trips that I did, all that money that I made, all the experiences that I had. If I would go back to the person that said, like, "Mm, I don't think that they want you there is like, you know, because everything is also like a stepping stone is a building block to get you further and further. And so, you know, and it's also like, sometimes it's like, you're kind of right. Like, who cares if I get rejected? At least I know that I At got rejected. I tried. Yeah. So you were the first ever German Victoria's Secret angel. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about the Victoria's Secret show because for so many of us, and I don't know if Gen Z understands it as much, but like it truly was so iconic. Like the fashion show, the broadcast, the wings, the angels, the outfits, the performers. That was like a really big time in my life because literally everyone was watching this everyone you know so you couldn't pass anyone that didn't watch right. it or didn't know about it can you try to explain to us like what was it like walking that runway it was being, amazing oh. like I loved it you know some people you know and especially looking at the documentary afterwards you know when I saw some of the people actually only just one person that I knew on it you know and I walked with her during those years and she was like I felt really uncomfortable doing this and I'm like it's just so strange to hear this you know like if you feel uncomfortable why are you doing it I loved it always or you hear like some girls that were saying like and then these silly wings who wants to wear these silly wings well I always wanted to wear those silly wings I was like I was actually upset if I had small wings I would actually go to the boss and I would be like what have I done to deserve these little wings I always come on time I'm the first one I leave last I do 14 photos a day I have the best time apparently tell me that you know it's selling what I'm wearing why am I getting these little wings (laughs) you know I would actually be upset but there were literally some people I heard afterwards they didn't love wearing those big wings I love them you have to be honest though when you got to put on those big wings how heavy were they yeah you have to you know they're just like you want to go immediately back because I think I had some on that were twice as tall as me so you know but you just you you rehearse it you know it's like a backpack basically you know you have a strap here and a strap here you put them on and you know then you put your hair over it so people couldn't see the straps and then off you went so you know once I was like a star so they gave me like this big snowflake and then I had a chain that I had to pull oh it's so funny when you watch it it looks like a toilet chain and I go 
bing, and then it goes, it just opened up. But I was just, I was there for it because it was fun. I'm picturing you backstage. Everyone's looking at like the biggest ones being like, oh, fuck, those are so big. And Heidi's like, me, me, put it on my back. Let's go. Like you just had a lot of fun with it. Are there any like backstage moments that you can kind of like remember that are so fun that you can share with my listeners who are called the daddy gang that like are just fun BTS moments that you remember? Mm, I mean, it was very um, fun to be with all the girls, Mm. you know, Giselle, um, Stephanie Seymour, uh, Tyra. They would always call us Tidy and Hyra because we were just kind of joined by the hip. We did so many trips together all the time, you know, we did a lot for the catalog also, not just, you know, the sure. fashion show. So we knew each other for 13 years, yeah. you know, going on a trip every other month. So it's just a lot of camaraderie, having fun. I'm curious, though, because I think naturally, especially as women, like we it is competitive, obviously, for you to even get that position. Like once you got the job, was the vibe all fun or like was there some still competition once you had the job? Not really. I mean, first, when I when I first started with Victoria's Secret and we went to like different trips together, I was kind of like, you know, the soccer players that have to sit on the sideline to wait until someone hurts their foot. Yes. So I was kind of like, you know, because it's all about selling and making numbers and making money at the end of the day, you know, so it, they are not going to put on the first few days 10 outfits on me and then I have all these outfits in the catalog and no one buys it because it was to believe that also the model had a lot to do with if a garment sells or not so they just sprinkled me throughout here and there a little bit in order to test the waters to see if I even sell and then you know once the catalog was out and numbers were coming in you know then the next time I was more in front of the camera instead of just sitting on the sideline waiting that I get my turn you know these moments made you so globally famous like did you ever have a crazy interaction with a fan I mean we had like weird stalkers a lot you know because we did a lot of in-store appearances oh. so people were like jerking off mm. is that your hand doing a jerking yeah. <laughs> guys if you're not watching this and you're driving in your car <laughs> I just slowly really little sort of jerking her hand off yeah so people had to be, be removed literally they would be in line to wait and come to us and you know have their photo taken and sign whatever they bring for us to sign and you know, sometimes they had to shut it down and remove people and they'd be stuff jerking like off that. in line. Yes. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. People are insane. People do so crazy So, like, you stuff. know what? You just jerk your weenie in the corner. I don't care. You're not hurting me, okay? okay. Or anyone else for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Just do you. Have fun. <laughs> I could see that though, because I do think I remember what I was going to say is like men would get together to watch the show too. Like, it was this fascination with like them like fantasizing like these are the most beautiful women in the world so I could see men going a little fucking crazy but you're right if they're just jerking off let it go okay we're gonna play a little game yeah it's gonna be rapid fire okay (laughs) Okay. you're doing great this is very fun are you having fun (laughs) totally yes what is the most awkward interaction you've ever had with another celebrity oh when I met Joaquin Phoenix and because I'm obsessed with Joaquin I love my husband but Joaquin Phoenix (laughs) close second so I met him, I met him, and I couldn't get a word out. And you see me, I'm not very shy no. or, you know, but there I was kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't find the tongue. It was going everywhere. And he was just standing there and he was like, oh. anyway, yes, never saw him again after that. But it was, yeah. It was an experience where you're like, I Yeah, that was awkward because I just 
couldn't speak. Yeah, I was a little like dumbfounded. My too tongue stunned was... to speak. The yeah. woman was too stunned to speak. Okay, I love that. Joaquin is cool. He's yeah. cool. What is the wildest place you've ever had sex? Ooh, in the airplane? Is that wild? Private? In the water? Private? Yes, private. Oh, private. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the water? Ooh, in where? The water, like at night in, you know, in a beautiful place. What's your wildest place? I always prefer a bed, you know, like I'm always like, oh, I would like to just be like horizontal on a bed. But I guess I would say water I, I've done, but like then I don't feel great down there afterwards. It doesn't work well with me. I'm like, Ooh. is it ocean water? Or is it pool water? Pool water. Yeah, maybe that's why, because they put a lot of stuff in the pool. Oh, oh, nasty. Yeah, never again. And then it gets shoved in there. So Ooh. that's probably not good. <laughs> never Salt again. Salt water is better. Ocean water. <laughs> <laughs> what is your worst habit? I don't know. I wish my daughter was here. She could name a list immediately. Wait, should we call Lenny and see if she'll answer? Yeah, I'm going to call her. Your mom was like, my daughter would roast me. Give a quick roast. <laughs> she found my sex closet. You found your mom's sex closet? I did when I was younger and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was going through it with my friends. And I was like, mom, what is this? It was like the microphone. The I was microphone. like, mom. What is this? And I like really had no idea what it was. And my mom got so mad at me after. She was like, you can't go in my stuff. But that is so classic to be like, yeah, it's a I microphone. Know, I, was, like, I was like showing it off to my friends. I was like, look how cool this is. Like my mom has a whole cupboard. She has a whole drawer. And I snuck them into my mom's room and opened the drawer. And we all were taking videos. And we were like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I was talking about me attending uh, topless in the garden. No, but but she thought that I was gardening. No, mom, mom, I have to say this. She has a story. She has a story. Okay. Parties. I would have birthday parties at the house, or I'd have friends over, like my boyfriend over, and she tans topless by the pool. And I remember having like my girlfriends over, and I'd be so embarrassed yeah. and like scared because usually in like like my friends' families, like you know, I never see their moms like tanning naked at the pool. But I thought it was normal. And my friends would always kind of be like, mm, like kind of standoffish, but it was just so normal in our family. Um, all of a sudden, all the boys at school are like, we want to go right now, to yeah, like, your mom's house today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. You're the queen of Halloween. What has been your favorite costume over the years if you had to pick? I love being really old. Um, just because people are always riding around on this, you know, being old and aren't you too old to do this? Aren't you too old to do that? And I turned 40 and then I was like, everyone is just 
banging on about that I should, you know, hang up everything that I'm doing because I'm so old. And then I'm like, old, 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 I show them old is what I thought. And that's how I thought of making myself like 90 or 100 years old. So I love that because like every part of my body that you could see had to be aged, you know. That is iconic. Um, I love being the worm too. <laughs> Two years ago as a little worm, little rain worm. How did you come up with that? <laughs> Just because it's the most random thing. And I literally think about it every day of the year. I think about other things that I could do. Like I see things and then I'm like, could it be that? What about that? Could it be that? So I just, I always try and think outside the box. Right. I love how a lot of people love to be sexy on Halloween. Right. I think it's because I get to be sexy in my job a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. I want to be more creative. Got it. And not necessarily that it's just about like, oh, I want to like make it scary and ugly. Right. But I just want to make it unusual and different and yeah. different i want people to be like oh my god this is so stupid or this is silly or what the heck is it i just want like a great reaction for people from people you for know? sure like i don't think anyone would think like okay this year let's all take a guess what she's gonna be and then they're like a worm like it's just you're no one can ever guess what you're gonna be because you're right it is so out there what is the most expensive costume oh they're all very expensive very how much have you spent i literally have never made a dollar on halloween because uh, i don't do this for making money right i do it because i love, love creating it. the art of it and you don't get like claustrophobic or anything when they're yes you very do you do very yeah yes. i feel like i would be like um i can't breathe get no, me out of very. here a lot of the times i don't drink or eat like hours before like when i was a worm i would what am i gonna do so there was nothing going in, nothing going in, nothing going out. You oh, know, wait, it's kind of like you when pee? you take a dog on an airplane, same <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's how I was in my, that's how I was in my worm outfit. And what if you had, had to pee? You just pee yourself. Well, yes, I would have. But you didn't. And I would have left a little trail. <laughs> No one, looks, no one looks down <laughs> in a party, <laughs> but I didn't. What is the craziest thing that someone has ever done at one of your parties? Come as a mattress wait <laughs> like a full-on mattress i was like wow why did i think of this it was like a real mattress that they hollered out the middle stuck their body in it so they were just like this full king-size mattress and they couldn't really fit through any which like you know i was like oh. was it someone famous or nor like no you didn't know them no i didn't did know you them. go up to them yes <laughs> i was like i'm jealous of what you have on right now and this is me telling you this is embarrassing i love your mattress <laughs> i'm obsessed yeah no sometimes people really come up with like amazing things and i'm like and i thought i was thinking outside the box i mean i've walked on stills i learned how to walk on stills and do like crazy things last year i did something with cirque du soleil i had to fly all the way to canada uh meet everyone and then rehearse this stuff that they did people are flying through the air i had to climb through this guy hop on this guy and we were doing all this stuff so and then here this guy was with a mattress and i was like this is it no no no, no. <laughs> the fact that you the fact that you also like that probably took like no time he just slid no, right in no but he you know there's like metal it. pieces oh, and then yeah. there's also you know foam stuff so he Ooh. had to make space to where he then fit had to go yeah. <laughs> where he could go <laughs> yeah. wow i wonder if he laid down at any point during the night and like let people relax and on eat, him right yeah i wonder where he is right now the mattress from the halloween party <laughs> reach out to us we love you yeah. shout out to mattress person never saw him ever again that is so iconic 
Um, okay, you did mention that your costumes aren't sexy because you're like sexy during the year. You're like, let's get creative. I mean, I was Jessica Rabbit once, that who I think is the ultimate sex bomb ever. Ever, ever. When I was getting ready, everyone thought that I was going to be Kim Kardashian because it started with putting the prosthetics of the boobs. And I had like, you know, they made me a gorgeous booty and everything. And I usually like post throughout me getting ready so right. people can start guessing. And they were like, yes, she's definitely Kim. And then you're like, no, Kim's boobs aren't this big, ladies and gentlemen. No, Watch I was, me. I was Jessica Rabbit. If you had to pick one of your costumes to role play in the bedroom, which costume would it be? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Jessica Rabbit. Jessica. Probably, yes. Do you think your husband would like that one? Yes. Uh-huh. I think that's the best one. Because, like, maybe not the old person, but maybe. <laughs> you're like, baby, this is what we're I'm in for. halfway there. Again, I'm 16 years <laughs> older than him, so... Can we talk about how your legs at one point were insured for yes, $2 million? but I didn't do that. Okay. Let's, can you explain it to people that have no idea what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. So I had, I had um, this client who was an <laughs> epilator client. What is that? It's when it removes your hair. Oh, okay. An epilator. Okay. So instead of shaving it. Yes, like laser. Or, yeah. Okay. No, it's not laser. It's like something you can actually do. It's like this little machine and it just takes them out. Oh. And um, they had my legs insured at the time. For like three years, I worked for the company. And then I had to go to London. And this person came and looked at my legs. And unfortunately, on one leg, I had a scar. So that was a bad leg. So that was not a good, that was not as insured for that much. And the other one was. And it was, I don't remember how much it was. But it didn't come for me. They wanted that. And I was like, all right, insure like, those legs. Let's go. And so if your leg, because I'm pretty sure I read it was like $2 million, like what does insuring it do? Like, God forbid something happened to it. Like, I really don't know. And the other day on America's Got Talent Fantasy League, I fell and literally I have now the biggest scar on my leg. Immediately, everyone came running. They were like, no, these insured legs. And I'm like, don't worry. I don't care at all. But I'm like, this is so like old news this was ages ago when when they did that you know but i don't know maybe at that time who knows i have no idea people are crazy um what is something that immediately turns you on oh i just need to look at my husband yes what is the most cringe thing a guy has ever done to get your attention mm, they put their wiener in the popcorn box sorry explain this you know when they hold the popcorn box and you just keep eating and all of a sudden i was like yes there was more in the popcorn box as it was sitting on his lap shut the fuck up no he poked like a little hole you you know those things are like what are those cardboard yeah cardboard little popcorn box paper things yes dug a hole in the bottom shoved his little wiener sausage through it and as I'm munching down, you're like, <laughs> yes. Whoa. There it was. That's a thick piece of popcorn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what did that, what was your reaction? What did you do? I thought it was funny. It is kind of funny. Yeah. I thought like, it, but I'm not like now like turned on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're like, but Poor we him. <laughs> because also it's like salty, you know? <laughs> right? But you like popcorn, so maybe it's like a good little lube. There was no lubage on it. There was no lubage on it, but it was, it you know, it made me laugh. Like no one had ever done that right. to me before and never anyone after again. Oh, so unique. That's not even cringe. That's beautiful. Genius. 
it's genius. kind of fun. it's I, funny it's funny it's comedy it's comedy i mean you have to be very creative creative and also feel confident that was it you hard pull that off was it hard or soft i mean yeah, a little floppy let's call it chubby <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> my daughter is gonna kill me i love you <laughs> no 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 i think that i think she's actually her friends are gonna be like this is the best episode of call her daddy ever your mom's a legend let's call it chubby <laughs> Well, Chubby is a stage before. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, my... yeah. Did you end up having sex with him that day? No. No. You let it just kind of flaccid out. Yeah. Like it just kind of deflated. Yeah. And you kept eating your popcorn. It no, I think I was done by that point. I mean, it's also a while ago. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. That is one of the best answers I think I've ever heard on Call Her Daddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What, <laughs> how would you describe your type? Mm, I mean, look at my husband. <laughs> look at the, no. I'm saying, look at my past. You don't have a type. I don't have a type. Mm-mm. I mean, I've had someone bald, you know, really old, uh-huh. long hair, skinny, bigger. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's more about personality, would you say? Yeah. What do you look for in personality? Mm, I mean, their personalities also have been very, very different, you know. But at the end of the day, you want some who you feel comfortable with snuggle with you know even though i'm quite strong i still want to be the woman in the relationship and be you know not the one putting the arm around i want to be the one that snuggles in the arm you know like so you know someone who makes you feel great and sees you also and continues to see you because i feel like in the beginning they try everything to get you and they're like (laughs) the eyes don't move anywhere else but on you and then you know it's like why are those eyes on it where uh, you know so i feel like when you have someone who really continues to see you and you know do everything for you the same way how we do things for them so So where it's like you love them and they love you back in the same way that's the most important thing that is so cute okay would you say you're a sexual person yes on a scale of prude (laughs) to total freak where do you fall heidi nine (laughs) (laughs) oh you're a freak love yeah it would be a nine you gave me a range till 10 right so yes. yeah i didn't go for the full 10 i would go for the nine love we love that on call her daddy yeah. you know i don't know if your daughter told you like the origins of the show but like very sexual very like fun sexual yeah. though like i've taught a lot of women how to give good blow jobs oh. like we're we're open here yeah oh i love your reaction i oh. wish i was there for that for that uh lesson <laughs> gluck gluck 9000 i'll send you the episode <laughs> do you like vibrators i do like them i was thinking when i was doing the worm that that should be a white vibrator oh my god wait hold on maybe you... not with my face on it but <laughs> you were thinking of being a vibrator for no after i did the worm yes. you know two years ago oh, yeah. i was thinking you know this could be like a really cute little vibrator oh like a worm vibrator i mean not that small oh right huge big this how big are your maybe vibrators? double-sided because a oh. worm is double-sided right kind oh. of could have a small end and a bigger head or oh. vice versa oh my god no, you should invent the worm vibrator <laughs> Right. And do you think people would buy it if it actually looked like a worm, though? Maybe not. Would you if it was cute? Like a cute little rainworm? Yes. Yes. 
no yes. no yes yes and then maybe if someone walks in on you using it you can be like oh my god like <laughs> there's a worm there's in my bed like what is happening okay great okay what is your favorite vibrator like what's your go-to i mean obviously the um wand the wand just because it's very thorough in its that is literally you know it's on you know it's on <laughs> that is such a that the way you just did that I'm because, like, because some things you just don't even know it's on yeah you're like hello are yeah. you down there like trying to like click it up get some more energy going you know do, are you okay to use the wand during sex or do you not use the wand during sex why not plus if you go for many different hours you can have oh. many different things happening do you typically have sex for hours yes oh really you have that much stamina yes Oh my god! I think it's easier for the woman than it is for the men. So does the oh. men have that much stamina? Is oh. the thing because the men usually are the ones that can't right go for that long. They're like, oh, and it's like it's been yeah, five minutes, or and- you know, it's a lot of blood that has to be pumped in a certain place. And so I feel like you know, some don't can't do it. Right, you're right. We don't get enough credit. Like once we're once we have an orgasm, I'm like, okay, I could go again. But men, it's like, oh, hold on, wait, whoa, 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 wait, gotta, get. you know. So the key is for them to not have that first reaction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that it can stay longer. But a lot of guys cannot do that. But your husband can. My husband can. Woo! <laughs> um, can you describe your sex life in three words? Mm, endless, hot, wild. Oh my god. Good? We're all trying to picture it. This is very hot. Um, okay, you kind of mentioned this at the beginning of the interview. Yeah. And I was when I was researching you, I noticed there were people that had a lot to say about your relationship and how your husband is younger than you. What are your thoughts on it? Two, two middle fingers up on my end. I just always think, why do people care? I never talk about anyone. Right. Live and let live. Like, what is it to you who I'm with? Right. I understand, you know, also because, you know, he has a band and he's known in a lot of places of the world and people also find him very hot. He didn't pick you. Get over it. So it's like, what is it to you? Like, I picked him. He picked me. And it's like, if maybe you meet and you have a chance, maybe this is go- it, things will change. But do you know what I mean? I feel it's always so like, true. why are people getting involved? Like, I would never... Right. comment on someone else on what they do who they're doing and how they look or how they don't look who cares it's so true it's like if if you're happy like that's great and then the people commenting it's like why do you even have enough time to comment on my relationship you How's know your relationship? where people are like i'm 16 years older thanks for pointing it out i also know he knows i wasn't lying to him you know he right. knew how old i was from the very beginning i know i will be aging faster I mean, not faster, but yes, yeah. I'm still the, the 16 year gap will always be there. Right. That's just how it is. But that's his choice and my choice. So right. I never understand why people care. This is the energy we need. I appreciate that energy because I think sometimes, especially with social media, where you can like read so many comments, I think a lot of people get just like pressured into maybe like may either may they making statements or feeling like, oh, my God, do I need to explain myself or whatever? And you're like, I don't give a fuck that's why i also turned it off yeah 
I turned my Instagram handles off a few years ago. Oh, comments? Not the, uh, uh, the handle altogether, yeah. but like the mm-hmm. comments because I don't want to be influenced when mm-hmm. people put in my head. I feel like you have to, it's harder to walk to the beat of your own drum if you constantly hear more noise interfering. Yeah. I feel like it's good that you just do what you would naturally do. Yeah. You know? I did that same thing. I think it was now two-ish years ago. I oh, turned you turned off, it off as yeah, well? My yeah. My Instagram comments are off and like, I've never been happier. I'm like, I have no idea what anyone thinks about this photo and I don't yeah. give a fuck. I mean, one in one in one sense, you know, I love that there are so many fans yes. that are following and I feel bad for the people who are actually genuine and yes. nice and who, you know, I would love to see what yeah. they have to say. But there's so many people that are just barfing from morning to night and i'm like i'm just not down for it i'm just like no that is literally how we have to describe the trolls on the internet they're just barfing from morning to night you know it's true i don't want to do that it's exhausting and i also think like i found like i do think sometimes even like the good comments i love them so much and people still can dm me but like i don't think i also need an over like thousands of people telling me how pretty I look or great like I don't that's no, no, not no, healthy but either. sometimes you know but sometimes they can be like oh my god this thing that you did there where can I get that yeah, totally then I could be like easily ba 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 it's right there you know so yep. in that sense no I also don't need to know like how you think I look good in this outfit I feel like I look good in this outfit that's why I put it on exactly. you know Literally, but yes. um yes I mean my husband would tell me if he hates if I have something on that's what I care about or yeah. you know but that's it um yeah great answer um you've had relationships in the past obviously not just your husband what is a hard lesson that you've learned about love that you would want to like teach your kids one day it doesn't matter how hard you love someone it doesn't make them love you the same or back as hard as you love them you know, or sometimes also, and even, you know, with a partner or anyone for that matter, you know, sometimes you think a certain way, but their head is differently in there. They don't think the same way how you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that just crushed all of us. There's so many people watching being like, oh my God, you're so right. No, because I've had relationships yeah. in the part in the past where I love them so much and I do everything. And, you know, I'm like a love bug, like, I fall in love and then I'm just like, I dive in head first and it's just like, I'm all the way in there, you know? And then, you know, you just realize sometimes that you just don't get it back the same way. And even though you go full on, if they're just not the same way, it just, it doesn't change. It's so well said and daddy gang, I hate to say it, but like someone clip this and just re-listen to this every time you're with like a fuck boy and you're like he's it's gonna work out he's gonna like me one day you know you we always know like when you're putting so much more in and you're trying and you're trying like if you like them more like that says something like find someone that likes you equally like i had a relationship cheated on me for four years straight from the very beginning to the very end all the time all the time until i found out how did you find out I had the opportunity to go into the emails, which I'd never done. Of course. And um, all of a sudden it was kind of, I found so many things where I was just like, wow. But then I always knew deep down inside, I always knew. Right. The days when you were like, 
what happened? Why didn't you pick up? You were in this place, uh, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, my phone, something happened to my phone. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't have a charger. Or all of a sudden it's like radio silence for like, and you, and you had this pit always in my stomach where I was like, something is up, you know, but then you get reassured. Are you crazy? I love you so much. You everything to me, you know, blah, 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 blah. So you're like, okay, oh. he's telling me all this stuff. Okay, I feel better for a hot minute. Then something happens again. And you're like, I still feel this. It's this bad feeling that I'm burping up again. Yeah. And I was always right. I always knew. That also must have been so hard to see that it was from the very beginning. Yes. Because then you, you. It was a lie from the very beginning. The beginning. For four years. And that's so hard because you're like, oh my God, then you kind of start to replay like any happy, beautiful moments you had yeah. and knowing like, oh my God, like you are a pathological liar at yes. this point. Like yeah. you're just being able to be in bed with me, look at me, have moments of telling me you love me. And then like four fucking years yeah. of that. I mean, I think you're right though. And that's what's hard. And everyone though does have to come to it on their own. I feel like it's hard when friends try to get involved and convince their friends. I know they're cheating. Like you everyone really does know you have the gut feeling like that pit in your stomach I've had before and there is nothing worse because you feel so alone and the only person that can actually make you feel better in that moment is the person that's hurting you yeah like and but what you don't realize is like if you just get yourself out of it yeah you don't deserve to have a pit in your stomach and then at that moment you really think there is no other parents with great sons you think this is it <laughs> This is it. How is this possible? And then it's like, you know, I know you always say like, oh, other parents have also nice sons, yeah. you know, but in that moment, you just think, no, men, there is no trash. one else for me. This was it. This is the one, you know, and then also it's hard when you meet someone new again, yeah. because then you kind of feel like, is this the same pit again? Is this happening again? It's, it takes a hot minute to also trust that person again. And then, you know, I've been told, like, you can't put your old shit on me. You know what so I mean? It's so hard, So you hard, have to though. give people a chance again. But it is hard. It's especially really hard. when this happened to you for numerous years. Yes. You know, to trust that again. It's very difficult. I'm curious, like, getting cheated on is one thing. Like, have you ever fallen out of love with someone? Yes. Oh my gosh can you explain like how you knew it was I time to leave yeah no i just i told this person too i said i don't love you anymore oh. like literally i just said it that's so hard because it's like and did anything like awful happen or it was just like you just realized no like, i just time. realized i just realized oh. it and i voiced it and i was like this is just not forever you yeah. know what i mean i feel like and you, it was very sad but oh, right. i i was like i'm not going to string this along or play something that it's not so i think that's the hardest part is because like people will like write into me and be like alex like i think i still love my boyfriend but like i don't know and i'm like well that's your first answer if you don't know then you don't you know with my husband i know exactly you like, should there's know no question about anything yeah so if you have a question that's already not a good start it's not a good start and i think a lot of people struggle if there's been years of it where you're like, I don't want to hurt the person, but you're actually just, you are hurting the person. By making it longer. Right. Yeah. Like get out if you can and let yourselves both restart rather than being like, I, I feel so. so bad that I'm going to tell the person I don't love them anymore. Like, I think they'd want to know. Yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. I wish I would have known with that person that dicked me around for four years. <laughs> me too. For you, Heidi. <laughs> um, you have chosen yourself and walked away from 
relationships, from jobs once they stop serving you? What advice can you give to my listeners about like how to know in life when it's time to move on? Again, the question that arises the yeah. same with, you know, with a boyfriend that you said, you know, maybe you don't love that person. So already if you're like, hmm. for me, it was with, with Victoria's Secret, you know, after a certain years yeah. you know I was kind of like I think it's time for me to hang up my wings you know what I mean I feel like I'm older now now I have three children there's like young beautiful new girls coming up so I was like before I get the boot I think um, I'm just going to uh, leave on this note right here you yeah. know instead of do you think that was like one of the most difficult things you ever had to walk away from well you close one door you open another yeah. you know I feel like I'm also someone who always has another goal another thing that I'm interested in doing so I had a great run is what I thought you know and I met so many amazing people and you know there's other opportunities and you know then I had many different tv shows that I was doing and still doing so I was kind of like okay right you know let's talk about your new song yes Woo! sunglasses at night and I'm, it's cool that you did collaborate with Tiesto. I'm curious, like, how did you get first into music? Are you, is this something you're like very, very passionate about? Well, very first I did a Christmas song uh -huh. and I think it was 2006 or 2008. It was quite funny. I have four fans and those are my four kids. <laughs> they all know it and they love it. I mean, I think they love it. Do you love it, Lainey? I hope so. <laughs> so every time when it was something like fun or something that was for me a challenge, something that I normally don't do, mm -hmm. I was like, yes. Let's try because it. I love you know how other people love going on a roller coaster. That's what I don't want to do. Or they shoot themselves to the freaking moon space for 30 <laughs> minutes and then come back down. It seems like everyone is doing these these days. I don't want to go. But like when someone gives me an opportunity and sticks a mic in my face, I want to do it. Oh, my God. I love it. Anyway, I'm in the shower and then I think about this sunglasses at night song. And I'm like, you know how it starts. And I'm like. It's just such a cool vibe. Yeah. And then I was thinking, who should I do this with? Or who could I ask who would be so crazy? And then I literally asked Ties. His name is Ties. Yeah. Right? And then I'm and then I'm like, I have this great idea for a new track that I would love to do with you. He's like, You sing? And I'm like, not really, but <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Okay, what's your idea? I'm like, I wanna do the Corey Hart song, Sunglasses at night, and he went I think in that moment he thought, why did I think of that myself? I kind of saw the hamster on the wheel running kind of like, okay, he was already, I feel like producing it in oh his head God. right then and there. So then it just happened like that. You know, I recorded my lines and, you know, sent it over to him and then he produced the song and here it is. Like it just, sometimes I pinch myself how I hook these things up somehow. Yeah. And I always think if you don't tell people how are they going to know these crazy ideas that are roaming around in your head? So, yeah. again, I could have gotten a no and then I would have probably asked again. But <laughs> <laughs> but he said yes. So then I immediately, you know, went for it and it just went super fast. And then there it is. It's so fun because it really is like the theme of today is like go for what you want. And who gives a shit? Because even if you get a no, at least, you know, like it goes all the way back to you with Victoria's Secret um, and Sports Illustrated and then even like the singing you're like I don't I know I'm not a singer but like yeah I can be one let's sing and like just go for it and then either people love that vibe that we yeah. put 
together on there or they don't. Yes. And again, people have a choice. At the end of the day, cus the customer or, you know, the listeners are right the ones that then are the judge and they choose yeah. if they want it or they don't want it. Let me just be clear. The daddy gang, my audience, is going to absolutely support you on this, Heidi, because we love you. After this interview, I'm like, you're my favorite person. This is like the best vibe. Thank you're you. You're such good energy. And we're going to be playing sunglasses <laughs> at night. Daddy King's like, our girl is on this track. No, yeah. it's so fun. It really is so fun. And okay, everyone, get your sunglasses out. I tried to be sexy on this one. Wait, do it again. Do it again. Okay. Did you did you actually hear? We did. We did. We did. No? We were li we were playing yeah. it downstairs. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Do no, it again. but okay. no, because I wanted to because I have this annoying voice. I also for this I brought it down a notch, you know, and I was like, okay, everyone, get your sunglasses out. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, <laughs> I love the little tit shimmy. I got that from Sofia Vergara. She always does that. It's good. It's I'm really good. Um, you're also judging this season of America's Got Talent Fantasy League. Yeah. I have got to ask, last question. Have you cracked Simon Cowell? Is he a softie or is he really tough? He's soft. He is. Yeah, he's, he's soft. soft. I wish I wish I could give him a makeover. <laughs> I asked him since the first day I met him. I was like, please leave it up to me. I come from this... I come from this. This is what I do. I love fashion. Please, let's go shopping together. What does he say? He doesn't want to. He has his style and now I'm over it. Now oh. I'm like, okay, you do you. I do me. I get it. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, I wish he would do me instead of you. <laughs> but he doesn't. So I love him. I love him. He's a great boss. He's a lot of fun. Yes. The other day when I told you I fell and blood was gushing and you know everyone comes running to me how are you doing how are you doing i'm like i didn't fall on my head i'm fine and he's like make more of it make more of it he's just so much fun he's like play it up let's he go he's like make more of it this is great you're for the like, television oh my god I'm <laughs> yeah. in pain i was like you're right <laughs> I should. Ah! no but i didn't that is hilarious yeah he could use a makeover but you know what you look great and that's all you can control, Heidi. No, but I love him. And he, he is so right with so many different, you know, mm -hmm. things that he says to the people that are on the stage. Like sometimes, sometimes someone will sing a song and he will be like, stop the music. I don't even know if that airs half of the time, but he does it all the time. Oh. He stops the music and I feel terrible for them because they're like, now what? But I always have to say the act gets better after that mm -hmm. he's like i don't love the song you started up in the wrong key you're too nervous you need water what do you need not that song do you have anything else and then usually when they sing another song better. it's like another person's yeah. yeah he's so talented he really is and he has amazing ideas and wow. with fantasy league that was his idea too damn because um i think maybe he thought he and us we were not getting enough airtime, so he <laughs> made our job a little bit bigger so we could be on a little longer you've been such a good judge you will be such a good mentor the song is so fun you are so fun and i'm just like excited that i got to meet you because you same you're even like you're even more charming in person honestly oh thank like, you when i watch you on tv i always smile when you're talking i'm just like oh there she is and i don't <laughs> even know you but now like being with you in person i'm like you're so great and it's been so fun to like record you. with you you should come and visit us sometimes when we when we shoot um, okay agt it's a lot of fun I especially will when we do auditions so that's what we're going to start with after fantasy league is oh all aired i would love that then we start with auditions and the auditions are the most fun like people do things where you're like 
what on earth is this like people will like fart and blow out candles with their (laughs) fart fart air like they do things sign me up (laughs) no no they do literally they do things where you're like i've never seen this before like literally i've never seen this before so it's a lot of fun i you can come anytime i would love to come truly that sounds so much fun (laughs) especially because you'll just be there and you make everything fun clearly um this has been so fun. Thank I you. can't thank you enough for coming on. I already know the daddy gang loves you. I'll be, I'll be back next week. Oh yeah. You'll be back next week. You're the new, <laughs> this is actually our formal announcement that Heidi Klum is Color Daddy's new co-host. So here every week, the two of us tune in. I'll be back for more. I'll be back for more. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. Did this episode leave you wanting more? Obviously it did. Daddy gang, here are two episodes I think you'll also like. Go watch Binge Caller Daddy. Hey Mitchell, welcome to Caller Daddy. I've always felt pretty secure and confident with who I was first before getting into a relationship. I don't want to constantly be living in a state of anxiety, wondering where they are, what they're doing. Like if you're staying up at night, not sleeping, stalking an Instagram, he's still going to do what he's going to do. Because if it's the wrong person, why do you want to waste your time with them anyways? For those listening who are in their 20s save yourselves learn from us don't waste your days janelle monet welcome to call her daddy thank you so much for having me getting to the root of like my rejection abandonment i thanked the person i was in a relationship with they forced you to deal with something that you were not going to deal with i'm feeling much lighter now i float i had to let some things go to get to this place and once i got over that hump everything started to change for me and i think i'm a powerful ass motherfucker This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.